think it's working. Oh, it's working a lot better doing this uh, via me rather than doing it via the podcast. But I'd like to welcome everyone to the non-league podcast, it's episode 128. It's Christian Smith. Uh, having passport issues, which is why he's sitting once again in uh, Gainsborough here. Um, thankfully, looking at the table and thinking what could be. And here in Bracknell, Berkshire, it's uh, me, James Barty. Um Yeah, I think we uh, we kind of need to um, kind of just say that passport problems involve a washing machine, I think, there, don't they? <laughs> yes, they do involve the washing machine. <laughs> I will say it wasn't me that washed it. That's, that's <laughs> the only thing I'll say. Um, yeah, so I was due to be travelling tonight, uh, which is why I said on the podcast last week it would be two weeks before I would uh, be here. Um, but uh, yeah, it's not. I'm I'm here, and we've had an interesting weekend. Some more dreaded R's against the names, and also so close. Lincoln today came from two, well, came from one down, and scored two in the final minutes to. Uh, Win two one, Geisley actually, um, Geisley actually didn't manage to beat Tranmere. They uh, took the lead in the first half, but then two second half goals with Tranmere, uh, another more made it actually take it down to the wire. Well, take it down to next seat, next week anyway. So I've got a feeling that the trophy uh, for the Vanarama National League will be uh, at Central Bank next week, ready to be presented. Um, but we've also had some other things going on um now i've just quickly posted a rundown or a story in the whatsapp group i don't know whether you've had a chance to see this but yeah i'm just looking at it now yeah it's about um fc halifax town have apologized to the filed fans um for some conduct that was happening outside the uh, the shade following their game on good friday and it's not the first time this this year that filed fans now it could just be me, but file don't have a natural. Um, could be wrong, um, and I stand corrected. If any file fans want to come on and tell me where your natural fan base are from, because where we've got filed sitting up there in the north uh, northwest, they are pretty much. Um, I don't like to use the term, but a manufacturer club. They are a club that don't have a grounds and it's, it's undergrowing. They they play in a pub and they are sitting pretty at the top of the National League and I'm not sure what they're going to do about ground grading because no way on earth does their ground uh, match the ground grading criteria but we're going to touch on that more next week um, but there was a bit of trouble going on at uh, Halifax but also Darlington also had a similar problem uh, in their match against uh, Fylde last month so I don't know whether there's some undercurrents and some elements um which are starting to cause a bit of trouble for files as they've uh, marched marched around the league. Yeah, I would um, I would assume it's as you said that uh, with them being a, a you know a manufactured club as as you put it. I I guess they've all season they're probably getting taunts that they've bought the league and and things like that, and that they're not a real club or something. You know, chance to that effect, I guess. And I guess uh, it, you know it doesn't take much. To uh, for that to to uh, sort of spill over into into fisticuffs. Um, I mean, you know, us us lot from West Yorkshire are, are quite vocal and quite happy to to uh, do things before we uh, before thinking about it. Really, so it, it doesn't necessarily surprise me that, that stuff happens. Uh, even at even you know even at national north level, uh, it's 
you, you just imagine, yeah, it must be them taunting the, the file fans and, and it just be getting out of hand. It, unsavory scenes and we don't we don't want to see it. Um you know let let them enjoy it. They they what they very, very close to winning. How many games do they play? Forty two. So they only yeah, need three games need five points. Um they're four points clear with two games to go by my reckoning, so they don't even need that many. Oh, sorry, yeah, I was looking at the table earlier on. <laughs> we yeah. need five we need your five points this morning. Yeah. Uh, they did they drew today, although Kidderminster won four one. Yeah, uh, four points four points. All ahead. five teams below them won today. Yep. Yeah. Uh, um <laughs> yeah, I mean it, sneaky, I, Yeah, I mean we said last week, I think, didn't we? It's all about the playoffs in that division really. Um it's massive time. I mean Kidderminster are guaranteed to be in there. Um, but the other three places technically are up for grabs. Uh, you'd probably say Stockport are probably a bit too far out of it now. They're four points off. In I seven. think I was reading reading the tweets coming down from Stockport today. That was that was a similar sort of their teams or uh, well, their fans are going to say that. But just to give you a figure to put this into numbers, like I like to do, um, Stockport on Good Friday had 4,261 people crammed into Edgeware uh, Edge Road. Uh, no, it's not. Park. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I was thinking Edgeware Road. Uh, but look at that, 4,261 watching a Step 2 football game. There was a lot of belief there. Um, they only drew one all, and they drew nil-nil today. And so, yeah, so they've, it's they've going to be a big ask at this point to... Uh, to kick on and, and get in there. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's very, very unlikely that it's going to happen for them now, which is a bit of a shame, but they'll, um, you know, it, it's it's good for them to build slowly rather than, you know, try and do it too much too soon, I guess. But I imagine more than more than one season in National North is uh, not what they had in mind. Uh, so, we said, you know, it's a hell of a division to try and get out of. There's a lot of upwardly mobile clubs in that division. Uh, you would imagine next season, like FC United, will be stronger uh, than the three teams that lose out in the playoffs. You would imagine they'll go again next season, and Salford are there as well. Uh, sorry, I mentioned Salford. They're sixth at the minute. They're not in the playoff places as we speak. No, Trinity beat them uh, on Good Friday. Okay, yeah. Um, yeah, you're still hanging in there, are you? Another draw today for Trinity as well. So, But yeah, it looks like just one. It's one from yourselves or Worcester, isn't it, going down? Um, it looks like Alfreton, five points above you guys. Uh, all but safe now. Um, but yeah, it's it's nice. I mean, in two games to go, um, in, and still a lot to play for at both ends of the club. I mean, to be fair, the title isn't mathematically wrapped up yet. And you know, there's only Kidderminster that are guaranteed to be in the playoffs, other than filed. So there's a lot still to play for. Uh, it's going to be a very interesting end to the season still. Yeah, and um, something that uh, tying with Trinity, uh, North Ferriby United uh, have yeah. been officially relegated today and they've officially blocked Rabid Robo on Twitter. So <laughs> yeah. um, this is intriguing <laughs> as to what Rob has done uh, to be blocked by uh, North Ferriby. Maybe his fanzine article was uh, ooh, too near the knuckle. <laughs> yeah, he has uh, he has messaged the WhatsApp group saying he'll be home soon. So whether he does jump on before we uh, before we record, it's a bit of a short show tonight. Um, but other than that, maybe he'll uh, be able to clear it up next week for us. Um, but yeah, it's a bit, bit strange. I don't know, don't know why they would have blocked him. 
I, I don't think he even knows. Uh, something else also also happened over the weekend. Uh, Margate uh, yep. were, I think, on Friday they were officially relegated um, yeah, from I mean, the it, National uh, League South. Yeah, they're a long way behind. They're 12 points behind at the minute. Uh, lost again today. It's just been a horrible season for them. Maybe it was only two or three seasons ago that we we were expecting them to be marching on. They had, you know, they had a lot of money. They had Terry Brown in charge. Um, it's just it's just never happened. They managed to get a couple of seasons, I think, in the south. Um but they're they're dropping back down and I can't imagine they'll be challenging for the for the Ryman League title next season. But yeah, it's it's a shame. Um again there though, there's um there are three teams you would say now, uh Whitehawk, Truer and Gosport all vying for the uh, the last relegation spot, I guess. Um there's two points between those two. And again, of course, the playoffs are up for grabs, or there's one playoff spot left up for grabs. Um, although two of the teams that are involved might not have any say in that. <laughs> but again, I guess we'll come on to that next week when we've got a bit more time and, and maybe the there'll thing. be a bit more information because the appeals should have been heard as well. Well, that's the thing. This is all about the ground ground grading. I'd rather not to go into the discussion without Rob and also just to see a bit more information because it's all strange. We've spoken mm. already about Paul. We've spoken already about Hungerford. But uh, it, it could be strange things happening uh, with the playoffs next season. Well, it's, it's, it's Darlington as well, isn't it, in the north? And all, yeah. th- all three clubs were told on the 13th of April that they weren't eligible to, co- to play in the playoffs. And they ha- and they all, I think they all had seven days, so uh, that takes us to what Thursday. Uh, their all their appeals will be in. So you would imagine and by the time we record, the seven days will be added uh, through the two public holidays and the bank holiday. Possibly, was. possibly, yeah. Although, to be fair, I would have thought all three appeals are probably in by now. Um, <laughs> I imagine they they were sent straight back with the postman when he delivered the letters. <laughs> they would have just, that, just wait there, mate. We've got something for you to take back with you. Um, yeah, I would have thought they would have already had the appeals, like you say, already written, ready, and just yeah, because they would have known that the decision was coming. I mean, it yeah. won't have come out. You know, it's not coming as a surprise. Um, Shock horror! Everyone's take a seat for a minute. But I have put an article about it on uh, on underdeleague.com today. Um, so you know, get over there and familiarise yourself with all three clubs and and uh, what it is they're going through. Um, there's some quite bizarre things that have come out in the club statements. So I uh, yeah, definitely get along there and give that a read and uh, and tune in next week when we uh, hopefully we'll have all three of us uh, to uh, to have a proper talk about. It. We'll have had another round of fixtures and like I say, we might have heard some more news on the situation. Um, here's one for you, which I think is rather strange. Tooting and Mitcham United. They yeah. are in the Ryman League Division 1 South. They have 105 points wow. in 45 games. They wow, still is... haven't clinched <laughs> the title because Dorking Wanderers have 102. That is crazy numbers. Yeah, but look at, I mean, the two teams alone, Greenwich Borough and Corinthian yeah. Casuals, have 92 and 90. Yeah. And they're going to just be in the playoffs. That, I mean, the last time we saw anything like that would have been North Ferriby and Hensford, wouldn't it, when they both finished on, was it 102? They yeah, both just, finished over, on? just over the 100, yeah. That is incredible. And they've got, what, one game left. Wow. And yes, Dorking could take the title if they win by 10 goals. <laughs> uh, do they play each other? Uh, I don't know. Yes, they do. 
Dorking player tooting on the last day. Oh, so they actually only need to so win by five. five. Yeah, that's even, oh, that's going to be such wow. a cracking match down there. And it's there. at Dorking as well. Wow, that's going to be a bumper crowd. I, I, I hope the people of Dorking get out there and support the, the one because yeah, that's going to be amazing, that match. Yeah, that is phenomenal. Um, I, was just, I was just going through the leagues trying to work out... Um, I mean, that, that one, the most, everything pretty much is sorted out in this division because the three teams, Godalming, Three Bridges and Chatham, are all already relegated. And Hastings United can't be caught because their goal difference is 29 better than Carl Scholten and they're three points ahead. So the playoffs are all sorted as well. The only thing that can change, as you say, is the title winner if Dorking do win by five goals or more and Greenwich and Corinthian could switch places in the playoffs, but they'd still play each other anyway. It'd just be a case of the ground would change. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, that's um, most of the divisions have still got a lot to play for, but that one pretty much done and dusted apart from one or two league positions. Well, that's the thing. Also, another one pretty much done and dusted uh, was Everstick Southern um, Division 1 South and West. Shock, horror, Hereford have won Yeah, they, they won that at a least long time ago. 18 points um, over Salisbury. So it's one of those yeah. things. Salisbury, though, if you look at that, they've uh, struggled somewhat because they could still potentially finish third. Um, they could. Between Tipton uh, and Taunton, so... Uh, fourth, you mean? Yeah, um, and yet oh, the yeah, top scorers in the division have got thirteen goals more than Hereford. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, it, it, hopefully, um, with um, you know, with Hereford, hopefully they'll make a good fist of it because they, they have, when you talk about a winning mentality, that is certainly something they have got. Because I can't, you know, they uh, they cantered to the to the title in the. Um, what were they in before the Wessex League? Was it? I think they, they strolled to the title there, didn't they? And I think I think is this their second season at this level? I think, if I'm not mistaken. Um, yes. Uh, so they they finally um, finally strolled to the title, and you know I think they'll they give it a real good going in the Southern Prem uh, next uh, next season. I, I certainly expect them to be up in the in the playoffs. And by contrast, Evo Stick um, Division One North in in the uh, Evo Stick North League. It's Lancaster are only one point above Farsley, and that's going and to that's only happened today because Farsley lost today. Yes, and so they've just switched places. So that's going to be an interesting match um, next week, where Lancaster challenges to Glossop and Farsley go to Kendall. So it's going to be interesting. Um, both yes, those... Glossop can still get into the playoffs. Yes. Interesting. A uh, little nugget there is that uh, Dom Roma, former James Trench manager this season, uh, has moved to Scarborough to play for Scarborough Athletic. It could be the potential that he could help Scarborough go through the playoffs to get promoted to the Evo Stick Premier. And if Trinity are relegated, they will be playing each other next season. So it's uh, uh, an interesting I'm, thing. I'm just, I mean, that has got to be in a in a 22 team league, a 42 game season. Lancaster City, 85 points is what they can get to. That's got to be one of the lowest winning totals for a league title at this level because it's not a. I mean, they've lost 11 games and they're top of the league. All, all the rest of the leagues are pretty much around the hundred mark. Yeah, or ninety. So, I mean, you, that league we just looked at, where you had teams sitting fourth with ninety points, and, and just looking at it as well, Clitheroe in ninth. 
can still make the playoffs. There yeah. are, because they are only three. It's a, it is a tall order. I mean, the three points. The only place they can take is fifth. Um, but they they could still do it. It would take. I mean, I haven't looked at the fixtures in detail. I'm probably totally lying there because there's probably teams playing each other and it couldn't happen. But no, um, are playing Brighouse and uh, Scarborough away at Colwyn Bay. Ah, yeah. So Brighouse. If so, that's a shootout for a potential playoff then between Clitheroe and Brighouse. I go for Brighouse there because they're from Huddersfield. Go on the town. Um, but yeah, this that is tight. That is tight because you've got us sitting third on 72 and Clitheroe ninth on 67 with one game to go. There's a lot to still play for there. There's going to be a lot, a lot change, I think, in the last day of the season there. There could be tons changed. Now, it's always a strange, and I, I do find this very strange, uh, the way that the Evo Stick Northern um, Premier League is, is split up. Because we've got the Division 1 North and Division 1 South. Last year, um, Scarborough were in Division 1 South, which seems crazy to me. <laughs> yeah. um, but in Division 1 South this year, we have Shore Lane, not Aquaforce, but AFC. Uh, they're on 99, so they could clinch it. Mathematically, it's Witten have a chance, but it's really going to be all down to the last game of the season. And once again, we're looking at 10 goals. And Shore Lane are playing Stamford, former game of the current game for Trinity Bross, came from Stamford. Uh, he moved across from them. And Witten are at home to Sheffield FC and the oldest club i believe uh, now be. interestingly we uh spoke about non-league finals day which is coming up in not too too dim and distant future it's about it's, five uh, weeks isn't it i think it is and unfortunately i'm not going to be able to make it this year because i've got to go to dubai um uh, yeah and i won't be able to make it because um uh child care issues it's a sunday and yeah child care is just not gonna happen on a sunday um I think they'll both be on the telly though, so I should be. Uh, it'll be almost like being there, I guess. <laughs> well, the interesting thing uh, that I wanted to mention is that Clee Thorpes, uh, Clee Thorpes, who are in the FA Vars final, have already been promoted to the Evo Stick League from the Northern Counties. So, it, potentially, we could have Spalding, uh, Lincoln, Grantham. Uh, I'm just trying to think who else. Uh, and I've just mentioned Stamford. All of those, uh, all those Lincolnshire teams could be sitting in the uh, Division One, presumably South, but, but it's one of those strange uh, situations where we don't know where, where everybody's going to sit. But um, yeah, it's it's such a tight league, and it, I find it probably out of some of them. I know we've we've mentioned this on the podcast before, but for the level that they're at, there's some big trips there so when you're looking yeah. you're looking at some of the the way they, they go from like romulus and uh leak and newcastle town they're all down in the west midlands and then you got all the t people up there like say spalding out on the east coast and then you've got plenty around sheffield and you just think it's quite a large um a large area to say it's supposed to be a, a non-league teams and you can see why some of it struggles and i know rob has uh, gone on uh, and we'll catch up with him next week about the big money owners coming in to take over small clubs and investing the money in and then getting bored realizing it's not as easy or whatever they they 
the reasons behind it. But then pulling the money out and pulling the rug from beneath the the clubs, which have some of which have been around for hundreds of years, and it's then left to the old guard, as it were, the old fans and the old board and everybody trying to pick up the pieces and keep the clubs going because some of these say some of these clubs have been around since the 1870s 1880s and uh, it's uh, it's a sad thing so there'll be something again once again we touch on next week because i know it's something that's dear to rob and uh, he's written uh, his little piece on football as i see it um it's dot uh, wordpress.com you can always go over there and read his um rants as we, we tend to call them not always they they're not always rants though but uh, i think it's just fun to say that they are <laughs> so james we're down the business end of the season mm. it's been easter two games in four three days four days depending which where you were did you manage to get over and see a game this weekend uh, well, no, because uh, obviously Bracknell season finished. Uh, was it last week? Uh, yeah, it was last week, wasn't it? Um, when they finished second in the end, um, they did have a cup final against uh, crosstown rivals Binfield on the Tuesday night. Uh, unfortunately, because of Callum's football training, um, I didn't manage to get to it because uh, I think it kicked off at half seven, and uh, it just wasn't going to happen. Um, but they, they ended up winning that, uh, so they, they at least they managed to, to get themselves a trophy. I think they've still got another couple of uh, cup games to go. I think there's another final coming up, uh, or a semi-final or something. So at least they've got some silverware to show for it. And if they can keep the team together for next uh, next season, or the majority of it, um, then I, I imagine they'll they'll take the take the title next season. See, that's that's the problem at step five. You know, the only the top club goes up, uh, and um, yeah, it just it just makes a, a really heartbreaking season when you <laughs> when you don't manage to do it, uh, especially when it was in your own hands and you threw it away. Uh, but I'm sure they'll go again next season stronger than ever, and uh, hopefully they'll uh, they'll manage to do it. Um, but yourself, seems like you're grounded. Did you manage to get to to Trinity or anywhere? Uh, well, Trinity was away today, which is the day I could have gone. Um, unfortunately, I couldn't get down to Bracknell. Typical, isn't it? <laughs> uh, I couldn't get down to Brackley. And um, on Good Friday, unfortunately, I had other things already arranged because just <clears throat> just because it's a holiday here doesn't mean that uh, some of the companies I work for, the uh, uh, it's a holiday where they are across exactly, the yeah. other parts of uh, Europe and the world. So there was an interesting snippet. I did see a Lincoln fan who had an interesting conversation today uh, about uh, what was going on. Now... One thing he mentioned is that, um, according to the wiki of the PDA, Lincoln are hold the record for being the club who have been demoted the most times from the football league. Oh, really? That's what I uh, I thought as well. Um, but I'm just trying to find the. Uh, I'm sure it was on here. Um, yeah, they hold five, and they were demoted in 1908, 1911, 1920, 1987, and 2011. And all but the last case, and this is a thing I found really interesting, all but the last time they were demoted, they bounced back the following season. 
Oh, wow. And so this is the longest Lincoln have ever been out of the league. Um, and what's it, six years? Yeah, it'd be just, it just, just shows, doesn't it, how hard it is. That's exactly what I was about to say. That it just shows what a tough league that is now to get out of and how really the Vanarama National League itself is now Division 5 or Division 4, depending whether you're old school and no, or League 3 new. or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah, it is. I mean, you just got to look how many down at the bottom. You've got York City and Torquay United um, potentially going getting relegated um you got wrexham languishing in mid-table uh you got chester who you know lower mid-table who used to be in the in the league of course and then obviously in the playoffs you've got teams like tranmere and and dagenham aldershot and uh and forest green rovers who have got designs of uh, of league football themselves so it it's such it's such a tough league i mean we say it all the time um you know you've got dover and barrow as well so that are just outside the playoffs, and you know, we as I say, we say it all the time it's a bit of a cliche, but it is, it is basically League Three, it is Division Five now because over half, I think it's, I think it's fourteen of the teams in there, I think that are full time professional. I believe it's fourteen. Um, it's at least half anyway. Um, I'm sure I heard the figure fourteen earlier in the season, but yeah, it's it is it's. It's great for us because you don't get a team running away with it like you used to a few years ago. Now you've always got two or three up until the last couple of months of the season that have, have got a real chance of winning it. Um, it's a shame from the neutrals' point of view that Lincoln pulled that back today. Uh, apologies to Lincoln and their fans, uh, but it would have been nice going into the last couple of games if they were only three points clear, especially if they do have that game in hand. Um, but, you know, all credit to them. At least they can go and do it on their own patch in front of their own fans next week. It'll be a Full house, um, and hopefully they'll uh, they'll do do the business now and, and get themselves back up because it yeah it's six years that has gone quick. I think Wrexham have probably been longer than that now. I think Luton, of course, were I think five seasons, weren't they? It was, you know, again, yeah, just shows how tough this league is. But uh, yeah, let's uh, let's hope they can do the business next week now and and get themselves back up. Yeah, it it will be interesting to uh, to see what uh, what happens next week. I say from um, Vanarama's point of view, it's nice <laughs> that they can um, that they can actually just take the trophy to Simpson Bank next week and potentially present it to the crowd, present it to the team in front of their home crowd. It's going to be a big crowd there next week. I would have thought uh, they've had some big crowds already this season, so it's going to be it's going to be good and. For me, it's one of those situations where it's great to see Lincoln doing well, but my beloved Trinity could still um, be relegated out of the Vanarama and their first relegation ever. It's going to be uh, it's going to be an emotional roller coaster, which is the way you want it at this end of the season. That's how you can attract four thousand people, over four thousand people, to go and watch a game at Step Two. Um, which I'm pretty certain probably not with socks off quite a few uh, of the uh, League 2 um, teams over let, let me just I'm trying to football web pages doesn't want to work for me in the second uh, I've got it up it's, um, I'm just looking at League 2 funnily enough just see who's going to be joining us next season um, it looks like Leighton Orient are going to be uh, are going to be down they've uh, they've 
seven points adrift of, yeah. uh, now with just three games to go. And then it's uh, well, it's looking like it's going to be Hartlepool or Newport that, that come down with them. Well, Hartlepool uh, scraped away last time, um, so it will be... It, I would imagine they'll probably do it again, looking at the fact that Newport shipped six goals today at Plymouth, um, yeah. which saw them go up, actually. Um, so, yeah, it looks like it's going to be Leighton Orient plus either Hartlepool or Newport that, that come down. So, I mean... If, Interestingly, Leighton Orient actually beat Hartlepool today. Oh, it was, okay. I didn't look at the scores. I just yeah, looked just, at the table. Just, okay, just yeah. scrolled up. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so, I mean, to be fair, I wouldn't... Whichever whichever one of those two join Leighton Orient, I wouldn't necessarily put any of those as favourites to come back up next season. So it could be a very interesting league next season because you could be looking at the teams that are in the playoffs this season will be the favourites for the um, favourites for the title. I'm just thinking, looking at the people who are in the playoffs now, um, bearing in mind we've got two games left. Um, if it stays at uh, the current four, so Tranmere, Forest Green, uh, Dagenham, Redbridge, and Aldershot. I think it'd be nice for Forest Green myself because um, they've never made that leap. But uh, unless my memory's wrong, Dagenham and Redbridge and Aldershot both have been in the football league. Or something. Yeah, well, Dag- Dagenham came down last season yeah. with Tranmere and, then Aldershot, and Aldershot. Uh, yeah, um, they've had a, a checkered history and they've gone out of business and come back. And um, was it? If it was only two or three seasons ago, they were. Uh, they start didn't they start with a negative goal difference? Yes, thinking? they did. It was minus uh, not, fourteen. Uh, it was uh, amazing. Sorry, negative really. points. Yeah, and they, they ended up yeah. finishing double, didn't they? And you know, so it'd be nice for them as well. But yeah, I mean, it's always nice to get a new club come up into the league. Um, so, and it, and one as um, as weird as <laughs> as FGR uh, with their new wooden stadium, which you know <laughs> isn't a fire hazard at all, is it? And um, their vegan weirdness, and uh, <laughs> it'll be. It'd be, you know, it just it's always nice to have a new club and a new story up there. And to be fair, you know, Tranmere, it's their first season down here, and they would be massive favourites next season if they if they are still in the division. And you know, it, it'd be nice to have a big team still down there uh, because with all respect, if Lincoln and Tranmere both go up this season, that's kind of your big fish gone from the division. Well, um, from from a numbers point of view, I'd expect Wrexham, uh, York still command a good crowd. Yeah, well, to be fair, York would go down, yeah. Um, but yeah, but you know, in terms of teams that you would pick, because as I say, I can't see Leighton Orient, yeah, and, and one of Harlepool or Newport. I can't see either any of those being realistic challengers. Um, because Leighton Orient are in an absolute mess at the minute, and I don't think Newport are much better off. Cause, they just got no, um, no catchment area really. Obviously, for their crowd, they, you know, and the pitch is tiny. The stadium is tiny, and the budget is tiny. And I just, I'm not sure I can see them competing against some of these, some of these other clubs. But it is going to be interesting to see. We'll talk about that again in a few weeks as we try and wrap up this uh, topsy turvy season that we've had. Um, James, you say you've got another article on underleague.com. Yeah, it's my first one since the start of the season, believe it or not. Um, so it's a bit shameful, really, uh, but it's easier to talk about football than it is to write about it. So, <laughs> the, uh, yeah, but it's, it's up there about the uh, about the situation with the playoffs in uh, in the uh, step two. Um, 
so yeah get along there and give that a, give that a little bit of a read on your commute or on your tea break tomorrow uh it should only take about five minutes or so it's, it's only about 1600 words it's not not huge um but it was nice to get one written again it's nice to get one up there and um yeah i'd love to know what what you guys think i'd love to know um you know what's going through the heads of the supporters of these clubs affected uh both in the south and the north not just the three clubs that have been told they can't go up but you know fans of the clubs that could be uh could be taking their place in the playoffs and you know and, and other fans should should the seventh place team in the south take the playoff place should they you know or should the team that that finished uh, second who would play the fifth place team should they get a bye uh, yeah let us know um, so interestingly uh, Bracknell Town are in the Hellenic Premier but four seasons ago when they got promoted they actually finished fifth but they got promoted because they, they were the highest place team who'd applied for promotion and, and had the ground grading that has now been changed and I mentioned that in the article um, that you have to now finish in your top in the top two and have applied to go up um, so yeah it's it's really interesting when you dive into these sort of things. It's a, it's a really fascinating issue. It is, and no doubt it's going to be something we're going to talk about next week uh, as Rob's going to be back on. He was away at Darlington today. Hampson didn't have the best of days, uh, and I believe Darford, they... Darford, not Darlington. <laughs> Darford. Yeah, sorry, I'm <laughs> looking at my article in front of me. <laughs> they lost three... <laughs> Hampson... I don't know if everything went to plan. They could have been playing them next season uh, in the uh, National yeah. League. But uh, at the moment, Rob took the uh, trip. It must actually be an awkward trip from Hampton all the way around to Dartford. It's the opposite side of London, wrong end of town. Um, they, I don't know what it was for the Hampton Gads, but they decided uh, that they wanted to come away uh, with nothing. They lost 3-1 today. So Rob's going to be back on next week. You can always follow him on Twitter. Unless you're... Um, North Ferriby United because you blocked him but uh, it's at Rapid Robo uh, or you can always go into football as I see it uh, if you'd contact them to Google he's going to be the first one one day we're going to say that and he's going to be some porn site or something it's going to be number one um, but uh, he's going to be back on next week hopefully uh, in his normal ranty mode that's what we love from him and you can always follow the show at non Pod uh, if you go across to uh, non Pod on Twitter or to non podcast.co.uk you can listen to any of the 127 back catalogue 128 now uh, but really what have you been doing right, thank you for listening
Thank you.